Welcome back, Everyday Business Leaders. I'm Melanie Ake, your host for today's show, coming to you from JP the Geek Studio right here in Greenwood, Indiana. I am thrilled to have you with us today. We have Katie Stallhut from Stage One Dance Academy, and we're going to be talking about all things business ownership and leadership here in our own community. Remember, subscribe to our channel and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Here we go. Let's meet Katie Stallhut. That's awesome. Hi, Katie. Hi, so good to be here. Thank you for having me. This is awesome for you to be here. We have reconnected these last few weeks even, and we're doing some great things together. But I'm so glad to have you here in this studio from your studio to talk to us about all things dance. Sure. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Uh, I love yeah. It. I so love it. tell us really quickly, how long have you owned Stage One Dance Academy? Eight years. But my journey with Stage One started in fourth grade. So I was 10 years old and danced all the way through high school, went to IUPUI, have a business degree and taught full time at the studio and then purchased about a year and a half after graduating college. Wow. That's such yeah. a, so did you dream that as you were attending the studio? Like, this is what I want to do. Yes. And I'm reminded of it. We have an office gal who works the front desk who was just reminding me of it a couple of weeks ago. Evidently, I would ride home with her and her daughters grew up at the studio and I would ride home with her and she reminded me that I talked about it even then. <laughs> <laughs> so how cool to be living your dream. Yeah, it's incredible. It's definitely a God gift for sure. There's no other way around it. Uh, it's been amazing. Well, in eight years, and we're going to really talk about this because having something in your heart for a long time and then going, okay, mm -hmm. now this is happening. Right. So it's helped you, I think, with the momentum to be able to get clear on the other things and how you can serve the community mm -hmm. in so many ways. And right. a lot of people don't find that early in life or they don't give themselves permission, right, mm -hmm. to take that jump. Right. There's so, a lot of fear usually. There is so much fear. Talk to me about that. I mean, First of all, being a dancer, I was a hockey player. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so I, I, love didn't, that. I didn't put on my ballerina slippers. But I think like taking dance takes a lot of commitment and discipline mm -hmm. and just knowing that, hey, I've got the confidence, right? A mm -hmm. lot of people, even through COVID, are talking about this whole body impression and, and having this image about yourself. Right. But dance helps you with so much more than that. 100%. What did it do for you as you were growing up as a dancer? So I was one of the shyest kids you would have ever met, which is hilarious because then I signed up for speech classes for fun in college, <laughs> which kind of says everything if I do say so myself. So when I was younger, I cried. My mom tried to get me to dance two other times when I was younger and I just wasn't ready. It was other places, it wasn't the right fit and I just didn't wanna be away from my mom. I was super close with her and never had a babysitter. So I just wasn't on board for it. And then once I started dance, I started to blossom 
awesome and my confidence grew and I was dancing then doing solos and it didn't phase me to go out on the stage and and I loved it and I created some of the best relationships ever with the the folks at the studio all the dancers I grew up with they're still friends they we were in each other's weddings and we worked together still all the faculty were either my instructor or we danced together or they came just after me which is incredible to have that camaraderie but dance does provide so much more than just dance training and it's provided so many blessings in my life between the people and then being able to it teaches all the leadership skills we have so many people typically there's about one percent of people that go on to dance professionally but the majority of them go on to do other things and a lot of them are going on to be doctors and lawyers and they're just excelling and it's so cool to watch that mm -hmm. but dance has been huge in my life i i couldn't imagine it anyway any other way <laughs> but it's provided so many opportunities so again through high school I was part of national student council conferences where I got to help lead big groups of people which was amazing and God gave me that gift to naturally be able to do that and I've loved that and then the different experiences through college and now with the studio and being able to be that support for all the faculty is huge and I love that opportunity mm -hmm. to get to continue to grow and it was a big leap of faith it felt like I was only 20 one when we even were you know working through all of that and graduating and it seemed crazy I'm sure mm -hmm. to everybody but I knew that's what God like, who's wanted. this kid trying to buy this dance studio right <laughs> right right yeah but God had a plan for sure and knew that that was what was supposed to happen mm -hmm. and I'm so glad that it did and and then we prayed hard during the pandemic because it was it was tricky, you know, for for everyone it was. But we weren't able to have classes in person, so we got creative. And I was pregnant with my second and <laughs> dancing, teaching on Zoom, 38 weeks pregnant. <laughs> Never thought I would think of doing that. But we did all of that and persevered. And I knew that if we were supposed to continue on, that God pro would provide during that time. And he did. And I just feel strongly that that's how we're supposed to continue on and the Holy Spirit's led us into other uh, you know awesome things as well and mm -hmm. so now we're able to serve even more communities which has been amazing mm. I think about what you just said like ha but having that vision and so really technically you had the studio for like four and a half years when COVID hit about it was five about years. five we bought it the end of 2015 mm-hmm yeah, so five so about years. Five years, right? And you say, you know, a lot of people will say businesses fail. Yeah. Uh, in, in the first seven years, like right. the percentage of businesses that fail, right. and so you had a lot of things stacked against you, right. right? And you were in business for five years, and then everything shut down, and what you did was everything in person, and so having that mindset to just shift, mm -hmm. right? But having that belief within yourself. This is exactly what I'm designed for. Mm -hmm. It's exactly who I'm serving. You just pivoted, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we did some pivot turns. <laughs> and you figured out how to make it work. Yeah. Are you still offering? So now that you've pivoted, I love to ask this question of business owners. Sure. Are you still integrating some of those yeah. features that you learned that you could do that were possible 
on Zoom, even though it's not, you know, really what you were designed for, but are you still integrating some of those things you learned? Yeah, so what's neat is now we still have Zoom running during every class. So the parents are able to watch via Zoom. We have observation windows, but it's helped with crowd control down the hallways, which is helpful. But then also there's grandparents and folks out of state who wouldn't normally get to watch their grandchild dance or whomever it is, and they're able to watch the whole class. So that's been really neat. Or if a child's ill, they can watch on Zoom at home and take the whole class still. So we definitely still have used Zoom, Mm -hmm. but we learned so many other things too during that time. It really pushed us to to grow and to change. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that now I'm a huge fan of change. Mm -hmm. Whereas I don't think I would have been before because it was, it worked, the previous owner in the studio 55 years, why go in and change something? Because it was amazing the way that it was, there was no need to change anything, Mm -hmm. but then it forced us to think differently and to be able to work through some things Mm. that brought about some really cool things that we wouldn't have done otherwise. Mm. I love that because here's the thing, right? When you, when you do have to make that big adjustment. And so people were getting used to you and that cadence, your mission to, I think that's really important. I want to talk about that because the culture that you build inside of a dance studio is kind of what people expect, right? There's Mm -hmm. so many as we know, you can find them almost like churches. They're everywhere. Know, they're everywhere. <laughs> and they so you really have to are. pick out like what's the what's the right class at the right time with the right mm-hmm. instructor, with the right, you know, with the right time for your family. And so all right. the things that you've offered, what have you guys have decided that, you know, your motto is now? For this, Sure. So we actually were crafting that during all that time. We were th- looking into vision. We we're like, you know what? This is our time. And I remember saying to faculty, because we couldn't even figure out what was going to happen for that recital at that time. It was supposed to be three weeks later, <laughs> right after the pandemic. And we had just passed out everything for final fitting and all the moms had their backstage passes. We were ready to go. And then of course it shut down. I'm like, well, we don't know what's going to happen yet this year. We're going to persevere and we are going to have a show, which we did. It was very strange and different and not something necessarily that we want to do that way again. But we did persevere because I wanted the dancers to get to perform on a stage still. That was really important. Mm -hmm. So we had that. But my joke was, well, since we can't do that, let's go ahead and just figure out the next five years (laughs) instead. Because we can, you know, think ahead on some of those things. So we, we crafted some vision and, and we made changes on that. So our tagline is love, encourage, empower. And that's really the, the body of our mission statement because we want to cultivate an environment for sound character development by loving, encouraging, and empowering all of our dancers mm. alongside their parents and their families. And so mm-hmm. we want to be that for them like I had. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love. So you just hosted the Coffee Connect for our Aspire community. Yeah. And you talked about the ages that you serve. Yeah. That's incredible. Tell us, for the audience that's listening that hasn't experienced Katie or the Stage One Dance Academy, what does that look like inside? When you walk inside of your studio, what kind of age ranges are we going to find in there? (laughs) So that's what's fun. (laughs) 15 months is our youngest. So once you're walking, which I know sounds crazy, but if you see it, it's incredible. And it really is. We have amazing curriculum that's training all of these children. And it's not all in dance. It's in fine motor skills, gross motor skills, social awareness things. It's wonderful. And then 103 is our oldest. Oh my gosh. 15 months to 103. That's incredible. Right. That's incredible. Now you do have a Facebook page. We do. You do. do. Joe, can you pull that up for us? 
and uh, and we'll take a look at that because I think everybody's on Facebook, right? Right. <laughs> and so, and this um, this one that he pulled up, it's Stage One Dance Academy, and we'll talk about the dance every journey too. I'm really sure. excited to share sure. that. Um, so, Stage One Dance Academy for all your recitals, all the contact information for people that want to find out yeah, about anything that you're doing, and and look at that great stage picture. That's awesome. That fun. <laughs> uh, that's some of the finale dancers we do six shows so not everybody's in that shot but a sixth of them are <laughs> talk to me about your mascot that we see there oh isn't she fun <laughs> that was another thing that was birthed in the middle of the pandemic because again we couldn't really f- plan that year's recital so we opted to do fun things so we have a teacher who at the middle of a staff meeting decided she wanted to be director of entertainment and I said I think that's a great idea <laughs> and she said so speaking of that we need a studio mascot and I said that's even better what's it gonna be and she said I didn't think you would be serious <laughs> and I said well of course I am so just what, whatever you think so we actually ordered one and it was just kind of one of those blow-up ones and I was like no no if we're gonna do this we have to do it right and so we ordered one from the UK from a company that makes them for Kellogg's and all lots of different big companies so her name's Heidi the Hippo, mm-hmm. and she's fabulous. <laughs> she makes her appearances, and she dances, and she did a great little Christmas dance to I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh so that was gosh. great fun. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Joe, yeah, go so back up lovely. to that profile picture. Yep, right there. Click yeah, on there that. Yeah, there she is. She's there she cute. Is. <laughs> she's super cute. We like her a lot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the kids I love, love her and request her, and we have little stickers with her, of course, and... We have stuffed Heidi the Hippos, so the kids get excited about that. And we have our first children's book that's underway, which is exciting, too. Oh, wow. So it's written, and we have an illustrator that's illustrating now. So That is wonderful. See how it's branching out. That's what I love about your story is so many people struggle in business just to, like, keep it open. And you've had the pandemic. Now you've got a hippopotamus. (laughs) You've got a children's book that's coming out. And I want to talk to to this audience that is watching about the nonprofit that you have, Dance Every Journey. I love this idea that it's just about movement always, right? You're serving up to 103 years old. So where did this come from? And when did you start the idea? And how did all this happen? So it wasn't me at all. I have an instructor at the studio. She was my ballet teacher. And she's been at the studio 35 years. And she approached me one day and said, hey, I really want to start teaching more seniors. And I said, I love it. Let's do it. And I felt the Holy Spirit immediately then say, you have to go do this. And so I started researching, researching, researching and finding that no one was doing it in the area one and two. It was very untapped in that those facilities don't have the funds to be able to pay for something on a regular basis. So as much as I knew zero about nonprofits, (laughs) (laughs) I knew nothing about nonprofits. And one of my least favorite things to do is fundraise. I was like, okay, well, the Holy Spirit's telling me to do it. So I have to take a leap of faith and go for it. So we did. And that instructor created an incredible curriculum that she's put together. And we now have three additional teachers that are going and teaching and they're in seven different facilities around here and we partnered with Johnson County Senior Services who are amazing mm-hmm. and they transport gals up to the studio every week to take class and we're serving veterans from the Veterans Hospital. It's been a, a, absolutely incredible and brings so much joy to all of the to all the dancers oh and goodness. what's neat about dance too is that how much it helps with memory so a lot of the folks are in the memory care unit and they don't know what happened yesterday or 10 minutes ago but as soon as you put on the music it 
their mm. world changes. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And there's lots of research on that too that shows dance is one of the only things that can truly help to stop the growth of dementia mm. in a person's body. Wow. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake, founder of Everyday Leaders. And I'm excited to share with you a new training resource for your team called The Leadership Game. The Leadership Game is a tool. It's administered exclusively by John Maxwell team members. And when you bring this assessment tool in to lead your organization, it shows you the current level of your leadership and gives you tangible and actionable results to move forward. So don't delay, get in the game, the leadership game, exclusively from Everyday Leaders. That's amazing. Well, and yeah. you think about that, right? If you're if you have grandparents or elderly parents and, mm-hmm. and you do play that music from their time. Right. And they can just start they to remember other memories. things that happen, right? 100%. Just like just like we could. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I can't remember where I put my keys, but yeah. I do remember oh, what I that happened that. in school. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. There is a gal who Again, she, God love her, kept telling me her name over. We, we had the same conversation a few times in a row. But then once the music came on, she remembered being in fifth grade with her ballet teacher. And she was in her 80s. I'm like, wow. how do we? It's just, yeah, it's remarkable what it can do in their life and how much joy it's brought them. And that they're requesting to have it more and more. We just recently received a review from one of our facilities, and she said that they had a resident just move in. They were shopping around all the different places around here. There's a lot in the area, Mm -hmm. just like dance. And they specifically picked that facility because our dance programming was there, which was really neat. So sweet. Um, I love that. And, you know, here it is, you as a leader, so I have to give you kudos because, oh, you know, you're not somebody that says, I'm coming in. This is my studio. I'm going to do it this no, way. Not at all. You have been, had such a heart to serve the community to be like, what do we need? And a great listener to say, if this program needs to have wings on it, let's design it. Right. And so now yeah. this is developed into this nonprofit. You're giving back to so many things that you do. And you have such a kind of a force, I think, in the community, the momentum. Thank you. Yeah, that's very kind. Yeah. Well, momentum is huge, right? A hundred percent. So yeah, if right. you stop. <laughs> right. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Anybody. Right. Where did you learn this? Who were your mentors growing up besides just people that were, you know, in your family around you? Was there anybody specific that spoke to your heart that thought, I know that things are going to get rough, but this is the person that really inspired you? I don't know that I have one person in particular, but I would say just my dance teachers and those people in my life during that time, especially in high school. My dad passed away my freshman year of high school and they all came around me and surrounded me and were just a support and never made me feel like I was less than anybody else or that I wasn't capable of accomplishing great things. And they were there 100% always, every single one of my teachers. And that's what's so cool now to look back on that same ballet teacher who had the the hope and knew that I could excel is still at the studio today and wanted to then, she teaches everywhere in the city and wanted to work with me. That's so humbling yeah. for her to think, oh yeah, let's do this together. Hmm. She could have done it with anybody and everybody. 
she's incredible and everybody in the dance community knows who she is. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. So I don't know that I would say one particular person, but for sure dance. Mm -hmm. And then I had some great friends there who helped lead me to Christ. And and that's really what changed everything. Mm -hmm. You keep saying community, right? I think that's so important for us to touch on because if you're not involved, if you, if your kids aren't, getting something to be involved in. And I think that's kind of the stigma that people talk about all the time. So I want your opinion on this because of social media, right? Social media, cell phones, like it's okay. People create content and and as a dance studio, you're always thinking about like, how do people know what we do? Yeah, They have to see it. (laughs) Right, yeah, you have to see it to believe it. Yeah, so talk to me about what you think that this brings an element that's different getting them off of the technology, right? Bringing them back into something that is is really a discipline right. that they can keep with them. Right. Um, speak to the parents that have not experienced a dance studio. Sure. What will this change for them? Sure. I think there can be a bit of a stigma around the dance community because of certain media, just as you mentioned. So unfortunately, there's been shows in the past that haven't been super exciting in the dance world as far as wanting to sign your kid up, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit of a stigma that it's going to be a super competitive environment or that it could be an appropriate movement and costuming, which is something we pride ourselves heavily on, is that we always have age-appropriate costuming and movement and Mm -hmm. choreography. But dance in itself, the community, like you mentioned, is so critical and being able to build relationships. So I find that so many children and especially during the pandemic it was difficult there were language barriers for children because how are they supposed to learn to be able to speak when they can't see your face right that's how you learn how to speak Mm -hmm. and so there were definitely those moments where it was a challenge with some of the youngers and it was a challenge for everyone but for them to be able to build relationships and communicate we're always going to need to be able to communicate with people in person and if we're not able to do that healthily it's you know, it's tricky. Mm-hmm. So being behind a screen all the time isn't the only way that we need to be able to. And I feel like to be able to grow and to be able to be a leader in whatever that looks like, you have to be able to communicate effectively and be able to build relationships with people. Mm-hmm. It's it's critical. And, you know, the, the thing that they say about when the pandemic, after the pandemic, and how we needed to be in community with people, mm-hmm. People were take. I think we took it for granted for a while, mm-hmm. but I think that no matter what activity you pick, right? That's what we've said for our boys. We have two boys, and one's in dance and loves it, and mm-hmm. that's great. He can do it as long as he wants, <laughs> and the other is in taekwondo, and that's great as well. Mm-hmm. But you have to do something that's going to help you to grow as a person and is going to provide that sense of community. That's going to be there for you that you're going to grow and build relationships and things like that Mm -hmm. is so important so So you have to find the right fit and that's why I do believe there are options for studios because it's not necessarily the right fit for everybody and that's okay Mm -hmm. but you have to be able to feel like that's your community and that's your people Mm. so what are all the dances that you have available I know there's a lot of them when you go to a recital if you haven't been involved in dance (laughs) (laughs) right right there's a whole slew of stuff right right? so you could learn like you said from 15 months to 103 years old but I want to encourage people right now because it's valentine's so people think about hey I should take a class with my my significant other or I should learn something new so what are you offering at the dance studio 
Sure. We do your typical dance studio <laughs> genres. So all of them, except ballroom. So mm-hmm. we, we don't have ballroom, but we have taught a mean wedding dance, those kinds of things. <laughs> it's not that we're not able to, but we don't focus on ballroom classes. So we have ballet, tap, jazz, lyrical, modern, contemporary, hip-hop, musical, theater, point. We've got a lot. You've got a and lot. And that's why we have so many incredible teachers who are fabulous at each of those different things. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It takes a village for sure. It takes a village. But, you know, you said community, and I've been involved in a lot of different sports clubs and dance clubs, especially with Joe being in video and photography for all these years. And you just do feel like once you get connected, those are your Mm -hmm. families for life. A hundred percent. And you get to follow them. And so I love that sense of if people are not taking advantage of doing things and just getting their kids to try things, right? Or even Mm -hmm. as an adult, try something that you're curious about right? so that you can learn something new and then have that confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, I do want to hit on something that people are probably like, what? Um, (laughs) But before we go there. (laughs) I love it. uh, I know that during the Coffee Connections, Sherry Sullivan, first community mortgage. <laughs> she and I had been talking about like, how are we going to do something fun for women? And you said, Hey, I have this space here. Why don't we just host an event? Sure. So uh, Joe, if I'm you'll so bring excited. up the, uh, the event we're getting ready to host on February the 12th. So when this comes out, this is being recorded still at the end of January. So we put on this event and you said, I have all this stuff. Like, let's just do it here at stage one. So we're putting on the first Galentine's event in the community. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. And there are only 50 seats. So if you look right now, it's uh, the end of January. We only have 19 seats available. So if you're not on here, <laughs> get on get this on site. <laughs> we will put, put the links on here as we promote this. Um, but we'd really love to see you there because um, I think we're going to have some really good food. <laughs> We are, and you get to de- decorate a canvas. A canvas? Sherry's going to lead us through a canvas yeah, activity, really a craft. Yes. And so we said activity, breakfast, coffee, and canvas. So that's the ABCs of, Val- of Galentine's. Right. Uh, um, and we really want to help people grow and learn. And then you can also be introduced to Stage 1 Dance Academy. Yeah. So the benefits, so we're doing this for free. And we're asking for donations. So even if you're not joining into the Galentine's event, if you want to go to the link and you can um, register as a donor and you can sponsor Dance Every Journey because that's going to raise funds, as Katie said, for the senior Dance Every Journey community that goes into all of these facilities and and helps seniors with dance movement. So I just love this and I'm so happy that you're here sharing yes. all of it. Thank um, you, thank I you. do because, you know, I work with my spouse. <laughs> so, so we have to touch on this. How is it, you know, you and your spouse have been working hand in hand for a long time together. But um, how is that, you know, what has dance taught you about relationships? Because because <laughs> it's tough, right? Right. But it's also incredible. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Dance has taught me that relationships are so important and so valuable. And I've loved that. And my spouse has been there right alongside with his VP duties. He's been incredible. <laughs> building <laughs> the business and f- building sets yeah. and moving stuff. And he usually just gets to fix toilets and yeah. things like that. It's not usually very glamorous <laughs> and be the mental, emotional support and such. But 
it's been incredible. And now our running joke is because he's a marriage and family therapist and the running joke is he saved us thousands in the last few years because I have a personal therapist. <laughs> You're like, if you can't yeah. get healed in dance, you can, yeah. you can go to him. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's right. awesome. So tell me about your dreams for the next three to five years. What do you see in the community? What are we missing? What's coming from your, your dreams and your ideas? Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> that's big, big stuff. I love it. Stuff. But I love that. Right. So our, our joke, there well, a little bit of a joke, but I love big picture. I love coming up with new, exciting things, which is always, always cool. Kind of like the, the book. Why not have a children's book? That would be awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. But God's given us something new each year, the last several years. We had expanded. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that to you, but we have a second location oh. up in Frankfurt, which is exciting. Oh, wow. I didn't know where Frankfurt was, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but in all seriousness. So that was in 2020, actually, that we opened a second location. We purchased from a gal up there who was ready to retire. So we had that and starting Dance Every Journey and starting my husband's new business last year. That was really exciting. So there's got to be something new this year, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. So it's that's only exciting. February. I know. I mean, We've it's got really time. We've got time. <laughs> You've got 10 but, more months to make yeah, it happen. exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. And things are in the works, but I would just love to see that for the studio that we continue to provide that safe place for dancers to come and to feel loved and encouraged and empowered to go on and do amazing things. So I want to see that continue for sure. And then I would love to see, you know, the relationship continue where we can provide more networking group opportunities for women and that we can continue to empower them and, and be there alongside them. Mm -hmm. So seems yeah, like a great I, match. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. And I love events. I love awesome. So, well, yeah. stay tuned, right? I know. Stay tuned. Yeah, more to big come. things. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to, as we close this out, I have a fun little game. Oh, great. So <laughs> I love I've been playing this with some of our guests, but I went to this really cool restaurant when we were on vacation and it was called Food for Thought. And Neat. so they have these discussion cards, which it's like leadership quotes, you know? Yeah, cool. And since, since you're a junkie, I thought, hey, yeah, I love that. pick a card and let's talk about this as we close <laughs> out the show. So <laughs> That's so fun. That's like my husband when he wants to do these dating <laughs> things. And I'm like, you're just testing this on me to oh. see if it works for your clients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gosh. All right. So this, uh, this quote is anonymous, but it says, do not fear the winds of adversity. Remember, a kite rises against the wind rather than with it. So name a change that was particularly hard for you. Why was it hard? And what did you learn? Oh my, great that is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I just said I like change now. I know. Oh dear. <laughs> is there anything else that you uh, haven't shared? <laughs> I know, kidding. Oh goodness. So I think uh, two of the biggest changes were purchasing the studio and all that came with that. Because that's a huge change for everybody. For someone to have it 55 years and then this little new chick on the block coming in, even though I'd been there, that was a huge change. But then I think the change with COVID and, and all that brought, and there's been so many other big moments, right? But I feel mm -hmm. like those are two of the most pivotal. And I think that what I learned the most through those change is that one, I have the most amazing support system there is. The faculty couldn't be better. And that, 
you have to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. They're going to come, but you have to be able to know that you have faith to move to the next day and that this isn't going to get you down. And that as long as you stay strong in your faith and know that you're doing what you're called to do, that that's what matters most. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was so much fun. Will you come back? Absolutely. I'd love to. (laughs) That was great. Awesome. I hope you were inspired to think and grow differently about your business and how to be involved in our community. Remember, the journey of growth and innovation never ends, and it's our mission to keep bringing you the best insights from our local community. Stay tuned for more episodes filled with wisdom, innovation, and inspiration. This is Melanie Ake signing off from JP the Geek Studio, where better IT service is just a call away. They say own it, secure it, and protect it. Until next time, don't forget, subscribe to our channel and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Everyday Leaders helps you to develop strategies to become a better leader in your life. Remember, it's not what you do in a day. It's what you do every day that makes the most impact. Thanks for following us.